1: Hi, I'm Liz Calloway, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond.
0: On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now... Here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zamrak Get ready, it's time for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zamrak and this is the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with the guests from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, Liz Callaway is going to be joining us. She's a Tony nominee from Broadway, a Broadway star, and she has sung so many films in animated movies and everything else, including Anastasia and the Swan Princess. We're going to talk with her in a little bit, so stick around for that. And it's time for Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond, so get ready for another episode. Up and try again. Remake Madness, the remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it, of Jay and Silent Bob will be bringing back several original characters when the movie comes out. And the 1996 cult classic The Craft is getting remade by Columbia Pictures and Bloomhouse. And a remake of Guys and Dolls, the 1955 movie, which starred Frank Sinatra and Marlon Brando, is in the works over at Tristar. So we'll see what they can do with that one, and that's it for Remake Madness. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming away as far as upcoming new movies? Upcoming new movies: Jake Gyllenhaal and Benedict Cumberbatch will star in Rio. It's a mystery thriller as a reporter visits his wealthy friend and gets sucked into faking his friend's death. And Tom Hanks is in talks to play Colonel Tom Parker in a new Elvis movie. And Kelsey Grammer and Julia Stiles will star in a medical thriller called The God Committee. And that's about uh, organ transplants. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, take you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. Sequel City, well, it looks like May 15th, 2020 is the current release date of the sequel to A Quiet Place. Cast and director, they're all coming back. And a sequel to Ghostbusters is in the works by Jason Reitman. that son of Ivan Reitman who brought us the original film. And they're looking for a July 10th, 2020 release date on that one. And Game of Thrones actor Brandon Cowell will join the cast of Avatar sequels. He will play a captain on a marine hunting vessel. that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen to Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. (laughs) TV on DVD, Gotham Season 8 flies on to Blu-ray and DVD on July 9th. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan... Season 1 will be hitting Blu-ray on July 4th. And I Am the Night arrives on Blu-ray and DVD on July 11th. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen be Beyond, Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, The Lego Movie 2, the second part. It lands on Blu-ray, 4K, and DVD on May 7th. Apollo 11 skyrockets into stores on May 14th. And also on May 14th, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, will be flying into stores on 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen be on, let's take a look at TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, The Connors has been renewed for another season over at ABC. And it looks like Sylvester Stallone is teaming up with the History Channel to develop a drama about dirty cops set in the early 1900s. And actress June Harding, known for her role in The Trouble with Angels, has passed away at the age of 81. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we have Tony nominee, Broadway star, and all-around fantastic singer Liz Calloway coming our way. Next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Our guest today on On Screen and Beyond is an Emmy-winning actress and a Tony nominee. On Broadway, we have seen her in Cats and Miss Saigon, just to name a few. And she sang the Academy Award-nominated song Journey to the Past from the animated film Anastasia, as well as the song Once Upon a December from the same film. Her voice rang out also in The Swan Princess, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin, and The King of Thieves, and The Return of Jafar. And she will be, once again, lending her voice to an animated film in Bonjee Bear and the Kingdom of Rhythm later this year. On Thursday, April 4th, at 7.30, she will be performing at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California, along with her sister, Anne Hampton Calloway. It's Liz Calloway. Liz, welcome to On Screen and Beyond.
1: Hi, it's great to be on.
0: Liz, it is just incredible the things that you have done and the, the, the shows and the movies and everything that you've sung in, uh, it's, did you ever picture that when you were a little girl that, that you would be doing this?
1: Uh, no, definitely not. Um, when I was little, I loved to sing uh, in the privacy of my bedroom if uh, my family had left the house, <laughs> but I was very shy. <laughs> and I loved singing, but I never thought that I would actually do it for a living, and uh, I have been uh, very, very lucky and t- to have had such an interesting and varied career over the years. And uh, and equally lucky that um, one of the things I get to do is perform with my sister, mm. which is what I'm so looking forward to doing um, in Orinda.
0: Yes, yeah. Now, have you ever been to the Orinda Theater? I have not. It's a beautiful theater. It's one of those old Movie theaters, and it actually has several theaters in it, uh, but it 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 just beckons back to the time of uh, you know the Art Deco and everything. I mean, it's just beautiful.
1: Oh, I can't wait! I've heard I've heard amazing things about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: um, now you'll be there at seven thirty for a show on Thursday, April fourth, and uh, everybody that's in the area should definitely go to it because it's going to be a great show.
1: You know, the show, we're doing Sibling Revelry, which is, it's kind of a, um, I was talking to someone about it earlier today, it's its sort of a cult favorite. Um, Anne and I first did this in New York um, many, many years ago, and we did a, an, a live recording of it, which a lot of people have, and so it's really, fun. even though we've updated the show somewhat, it's so fun to bring this show um, around the country, and, and there are so many fans of the show, uh, it's really fun to see people's reactions, you know, getting to actually see it live, which, you know, mm-hmm. instead of just listening to the, uh, the um, CD. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, you, you mentioned, you call it uh, sibling rivalry. Uh, uh,
1: sibling revelry.
0: Revelry. I'm sorry. Oh, no,
1: revelry, <laughs> not <laughs> yeah, yeah. rivalry. Although there is, uh, we have a little fun. We have a little fun in this. There might be, um, there might be a little, a little rivalry, uh, <laughs> but mostly it's revelry. Uh huh. Yep. Anne came up with that title. Ah. She's a brilliant title. Come, you know, she <laughs> she comes up with the best titles
0: always. Yeah, well, she, she's she's a great. You know, songwriter and everything. So
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. So growing up, was there any rival rivalry between the two of you? Um,
1: I'd say just the normal sisters thing with any any sisters or sister brothers and brother. No, brothers sisters <laughs> Yeah, I think you know. The um, teasing, you know. We actually didn't. We actually didn't become really. We're like super close now, and and great. We're like Anne's my best friend, but. She didn't really become my best friend until um, after we were kids. When she she actually uh, left for college, and I visited her, and we sort of bonded. Uh, you know, once we were out of the house, and then we moved to New York together. Um, I was eighteen, and she was twenty-one. It's one of the things we talk about and sing about in our show. And uh, but now we are each other's champions and biggest supporters.
0: Yeah. that's Usually that's the way it is, you know, because when they're younger, you know, the older brother or sister, you know, they, eh, I don't want to deal with them. <laughs> you know, they're they're little.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but that's great. That's, uh, you know, and I'm sure it makes for a fun show when when the two of you were
1: Very fun. I think that's what people, I mean, people have said to us that in addition to, they love hearing us sing. Um, and, we, uh, and we have a lot of, and it's a, it's a very funny show as well, but they can also, you know, besides the musicianship, they can see the great love we have for each other. Mm-hmm. So frequently after a show, people come up to me and say, oh, my God, I, gotta, I have to go call my sister. <laughs> I have to call my brother now. And uh, it's, it's, it's nice that people, it, um, uh, it moves people in, in that way. Yeah. That's very gratifying to us. Now, I have
0: spoke to Ann already and uh, interviewed her. And I had to ask her, Is are you and, the, you know, and her going to be singing the theme from uh, The Nanny? And uh, she told me you were. <laughs> of course. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But now I have to ask you, too. Are you going to be singing Journey to the Past and Once Upon a December?
1: Well... That's a good question. I wasn't planning on it, but you never know. <laughs> sibling revelry is—it's funny. Sibling—it, it, uh, sibling revelry is a certain—it's a show that people know from the album. So there's a side of me that thinks, oh, I should do what's exactly on the album. Hmm. Um, but I could be convinced. So <laughs> w- you never know.
0: So, so when you're doing a show like this, it, it, I, I'm, of course you plan it out. I mean, you, you have to. But um, can you, you know,
1: throw something in if, if you feel the, the mood to do something? Yes, yeah, and we have done that. Uh, we've done that uh, depending on the situation. It, and it depends on how long the show is. Um, and uh, sometimes we throw in an extra solo each. Sometimes it's a shorter show. So it really depends. We've done the show as a two-act show, as a one-act show. So, um, but, yeah, if, if the if if something came up absolutely we could uh, we could change what we're doing Mm -hmm. now but there's also we also know that there are a lot of people who are really who know uh, who know this album so well that they want you know they'll they'll hear most of what's on the album for sure
0: Mm -hmm, yeah and now I mentioned Journey to the Past which uh, was nominated the song was nominated for an Academy Award and uh but, and, and that's a, gr- a beautiful song and once I upon, love it once upon a December uh, I just love that song I, I mean it, it's just so I don't know mysterious and and and, and just a beautiful song uh,
1: it, it really is and you know it's funny I always I've always said that my favorite song that I did in Anastasia is journey to the past mm-hmm. and um, and when I've gone around the country and um, and I frequently sing songs from Anastasia and, and people, particularly young people who see me and they'll, sometimes they just burst into tears because that movie is so important to them. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting how many people have told me that their favorite song from the movie is Once Upon a December. And when I look at... Spotify, for instance, and I can I, I can look on Spotify and I can see what songs of mine are the most streamed. And Once Upon a December is number one.
0: Really? Yeah. Which is,
1: fa- you know, and Journey to the Past is great, too, yes, but Once yeah. Upon a December, um, I think uh, affects a lot of people. I mean, they're both gorgeous songs. Mm. And I've, I'm so incredibly lucky that I got to... Do them in the movie, and Anastasia is uh, um, been a, you know a Broadway musical, and they're closing this weekend, and they've had a fantastic two year run, and now there's a national tour out of it, and it's um it's so great to see how many people love and continue to love Anastasia. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and your your singing in that was so great. I mean, <laughs> it was just beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, gee uh, so, how did you get involved with that film?
1: Um, actually, Lynn Ahrens and Stephen Flaherty, um, uh, the writers, are friends of mine. And one day, I was my son was homesick from school, and Lynn Ahrens, the lyricist, called me up and said, "Hey, we're in we're in a recording studio, and we're doing demos." For um, an animated movie project we're working on, and, and one of the, the singers we were using has isn't quite working out. Could you come down now and record a couple songs for us? So I, um, I got a babysitter, and I, I went and uh, sight-read a couple of songs, and then I did more demos for them, never thinking that I would actually do do the part um, and do, you know, the singing voice. Mm-hmm. And I was, I remember asking them, I said, you know, I'd love to be in the chorus of the movie when you do it, you know, if it's picked up. And they're like, of course. And then, I don't know, I guess they got used to hearing my voice with the demos, but then they asked me to do the singing voice to Meg Ryan's speaking voice, So, which uh, was a huge surprise, and uh, I was just thrilled.
0: Yeah, well, I'll tell you. That's the best decision they could have made, is making sure ah. that you did the film. because. It,
1: well, and I was very glad that my son was homesick from school that day, because they might have gone to someone else because they were in a pinch. Mm. So, <laughs> I, you know, it's like sometimes these things, these things are meant to be, you know. Yeah. You never know.
0: We'll be back with more of our guests right after this short break. Like I said in the introduction, you did the Swan Princess, and, yes. uh, and Beauty and the Beast, and um, the Aladdin's the, the two Aladdin sequels that the, were directed to, to video, and
1: right uh, in Beauty and the Beast, I, I did chorus and then just little parts, but mm-hmm. you can you can pick out my voice. That was the first one I ever did. And I, I've done chorus in other animated movies too, which I love singing in the ensemble too. so they're just great fun to work on. Yeah. and they last forever, which is so you know.
0: right. I mean, wonderful. It's you know Anastasia, you know 20 years from now, 30 years from now, people will still be watching that movie and, and kids will fall in love with it. And, yeah. And yeah yeah yeah.
1: Well, but that's the beauty of doing something like that. Um, same thing with doing recordings. Um, that, you know, they live on hmm. and it's part of your legacy which is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then again, and that's, I love recording and, and doing that, but then there's also something really special in your career. When you go and you do a show one night and it's the audience who is there, they experience this, uh, live theater and live music is unlike anything else and that's like a really important Part of my career too, and um, and I know as an audience member how much I enjoy, you know that it's. I think we need that. We need the positivity of music and right. theater, um, and to actually be in the room where it's happening is so great.
0: Yeah, and 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 you mentioned, you know, that you all the shows you do, um, and you've been all over the world performing. Uh, and I'm sure for very large audiences, and I'm sure some you know small intimate. intimate. Absolutely. And, and that's what Orinda is. It's a it's a very intimate atmosphere.
1: Um, how many how many does it seat?
0: Oh, if I remember right, it's somewhere in the hundred, one hundred. Uh-huh. You know, so I mean, you know, they're they're close to you.
1: <laughs> I love that. And you know, the when I first started performing with Anne and doing sibling revelry, you know, I I came from. I'd been doing Broadway, and when you do Broadway, you have a spotlight on you, and you can't see the audience, Mm -hmm. you know, with the spotlight on. And so it's like black out there, and you don't see anything. So when we first started doing Sibling Revelry at a a place in New York called Rainbow and Stars, and I was like, wait, you mean we have to look at people? Because I could see faces, and I was so shy (laughs) that... Um, that was really, really hard for me. Not anymore. If, in fact, I love that. I love being able to see the audience, mm-hmm. and um, and sometimes when I do a show, I don't. I ask them to put the house lights up a tiny bit so I can see faces, which is you know completely different than when I first started doing this. Yeah. Now, now that's the point is to um, have this relationship with the audience. So I love. I mean huge venues are very exciting but I love this, I love intimate venues too mm-hmm. yeah. now you
0: mentioned uh, not being able to see people you know, on Broadway is that do you feel that's a good thing or, or you know kind of
1: well, you're playing a character so you don't even know
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know whereas you break the wall more when you're doing a concert and you're actually talking to people if you're actually speaking to people then it's it's very helpful to see faces right. yeah, yeah. but when you're you know doing a scene and you're another character you don't even the, you know the audience is there you feel them but you don't you don't need to see them yeah, yeah. now
0: I always ask this question of people and they you know I, I usually get this, this similar answer but uh, do you have a favorite uh, show that you've done on Broadway
1: um probably Baby really yeah yeah, that was my first big role on Broadway. I don't know if you know the show. That was how I got my Tony number. A wonderful score, a wonderful, challenging role. Um, that's how I met my husband. I mean, there's a million reasons why I love <laughs> I love that show. Um, but I would say on Broadway, that that was the one that um, I loved the best. Yeah. And uh, although I've done a lot of shows that have been great Um, and sometimes it's it's sometimes your best experiences are not necessarily on Broadway Um, I just finished doing a one person play called Every Brilliant Thing I don't know if it's been in the Bay Area or not but um, it was a a play with lots of improv and I did it at a a, a theater called Theater Squared in Fayetteville Arkansas and uh, was there for six weeks and truly one of the greatest experiences in my life i love the play it was incredibly challenging and so you know uh my theatrical experiences sometimes you you don't know what's the one what are the ones that are going to you know years later you're going to look back and go oh i love that one Hmm.
0: yeah just, uh, I, I, first off I don't even know how you remember all your lines when you're <laughs> when you're in a play like that but to say oh it, my you know. god I will
1: tell you it took me I, I started learning in the summer and I worked my tail off to learn it plus there was a great deal of improv in it so I had to really know it so that I could you know mm-hmm. stay on point when I needed to be and um Oh yeah. So, but after that, I can learn anything. <laughs> I I can I can honestly say I have the confidence that I nothing will ever be as challenging as that. Bring it on.
0: <laughs> so, um, like I said, you know, people in the Bay Area, if if you're in San Francisco or or any of those surrounding towns, uh, all they got to do is get on the bark and go right to Arinda. It drops them off right there at the theater. You just have to cross the street. So, Oh,
1: fantastic.
0: It's so convenient. And then, uh, of course, there's the wine bar in, in the front. <laughs> and they get before the show and after the show. And, and
1: for after the show for Ann and me.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I,
1: we'll, I know where we'll be.
0: <laughs> so, you know, they've, they've got everything right there. And it's just so much fun. And the... Uh, the shows have been incredible, and I know yours is going to be just as incredible. And uh, people should definitely go out and uh, catch that. So uh, now, Liz, uh, I mentioned it in the introduction, and uh, it's this is a, a sort of a thing for 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 me and my audience because they all know about this film that I've been working on for years. But uh, I am so excited to have you doing a song in Bonji Bear in the Kingdom of Rhythm. I cannot. You know, express how happy I. Oh, am. Oh
1: well, I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to hear it. I'm excited to do it, and uh, you know, there's as I said, like doing Anastasia and all my, all my other animated movie work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I love, I love being in a recording studio and and lending my voice to songs for for movies. It's just, it's. Um, it's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah,
0: well, you know, it it, it just amazes me. We've had, uh, I mean, the, the the singing cast for the show for the film is just growing. You and Anne's going to be doing a song, and and you know, the people, the other people we've had, the Telly um, Telly, I heard did a yep. couple of songs. He did a couple. fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and to hear you and him and and, and Anne take these songs that i you know little scratchings i write down and make them into so such a beautiful song uh, it, it just it, it it just thrills me when i when i hear that you know you've done how you do that you know <laughs> i mean to me they're just some words you know
1: <laughs> you know it's what's really uh, gratifying for me is i love i love singing songs that no one else has sung you know being the first to kind of put my you know, to put my stamp on something mm-hmm. something brand new is um great fun. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Well Liz I And do send it to me.
1: Yeah. Oh they haven't <laughs> so I can it to learn you. it ahead of time.
0: They haven't sent it to you.
1: No, I don't have it yet,
0: so send it to me. Oh wow, yeah, they should have because it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been, you know that one'. Tr- Anne's still in, they're still doing the, the, some of the music for it, but. Uh, okay. but yours is, has been done for a long time, and I- all right,
1: I'm ready for it. <laughs> send it my way.
0: Okay. So Liz, um, I cannot thank you enough. I want to finish up with two final questions. Okay. Taking us away from everything that you've done uh, on on stage and in film and, and everything else. But when you sit back and relax... What do you like to watch on TV? What's your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what's your favorite movies now and of the past? All
1: right, well, currently, I can say probably one of my favorite things to watch on TV I just was able to start doing yesterday was is baseball. Nah, <laughs> very okay. happy baseball. is that I am a diehard New York Mets fan, so I'm very passionate about that. Um, uh, TV shows that actually currently that I've, Discovered. Um, I started watching recently The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which uh, yep, I love. That is great. <laughs> and then my son introduced me to Billions, which I'm obsessed with. I love that. I don't understand all of the finance stuff in the show necessarily, mm-hmm. but I think that's a brilliant show. Um, uh, Veep is, is about to come back. I um, uh, love Veep. Um, I also sometimes, when I'm just sitting around, I can enjoy the guilty pleasure of, like, Law and Order uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Special Victims Unit. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, and, and always, I always have sports on. I'm a huge sports fan. And movies, favorite movies, oh, I love Tootsie. That's a good movie. I love Sound and Music. Mm -hmm. Um, oh gosh that's hard I I don't go to as many movies as you know I don't go to a lot of movies now necessarily um, uh, probably because I'm always traveling right Um, but that those two come to mind and I'm sure as soon as we finish talking I'll go oh I forgot (laughs) to say this but
0: yeah well Liz I cannot thank you enough and uh, everybody if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area be sure to go to Orinda California on Thursday on uh, April 4th at 7:30 and catch a fantastic show and uh, we appreciate you taking the time and sharing with us Liz.
1: All right thanks so much Brian <laughs>
0: A big thank you going out to Liz Callaway for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, I just can't thank her enough for uh, all the different movies and, and on Broadway, the things she's done. It's great, great actress. And uh, also, of course, her singing is just incredible. And uh, it, it, I just cannot express enough the excitement of having her on the soundtrack of Bonji Bear and the Kingdom of Rhythm. I mean, she is just going to add so much to it. And we can't wait. Uh, we're going to be going in the studio very shortly and recording that. So uh, we'll keep you updated on that, too. But what's going on? And uh, as I've said in the past, a lot of things are going on with Bonjee Bear now. We're getting things uh, in rush mode as we finish up uh, the uh, soundtrack and things like that so it's coming our way hopefully for this summer release and um, hopefully we'll go around all over the country and and uh, have some viewings and uh, some premieres and things like that i hope you'll all join us for that but um, anyways um, that's it for this week we've got more episodes coming your way got some great guests lining up and, uh, but uh, like I say, you know, with, with all that's going on, <laughs> it, it's going to be hit and miss when we're going to do it. It may not be weekly like we normally do, it might be two a week sometimes. Uh, but, anyways, uh, keep listening. We'll be having some more coming your way very shortly right here on On Screen and Beyond. So, until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zimmerack. Take care. <laughs>